0: am in tech online, JBA here, and welcome to bonus episode 18 of diversity and mentorship in technology, where we continue the conversation about diversity, mentorship, careers, business in technology with our guest. Each episode is tied to a show episode, so don't forget to check that out first if you haven't already done so. Now, one more time, let's reintroduce our guest, Aubrey Blanche, and get into a deeper discussion regarding the topic of the week, diversity in larger companies. Welcome back, Aubrey.
1: Great to be back.
0: So what I want to do, I mentioned in the beginning, kind of the pre-show, that Atlassian products is something, as a developer myself, I use every day. Couldn't live without it. Uh, (laughs) I couldn't do my work literally without it. So there's some really great products there. And I think uh, one of the, the antidotes I'll put in there, when I first heard Jira, I used to speak Japanese. So the whole premise of Jira and what it means, gorilla, you know, Godzilla, in the language was really interesting and in how the, the history of the company came to that uh, software naming was was really a lot of fun to discover. But what I want to do now is kind of talk a little bit more about your other ventures that you're interested in and are part of. For example, uh, She Starts, which is a Sydney-based accelerator focusing exclusively on supporting female founders. And I know for coming back on from finance, getting funding for the traditional, you know, uh, diversity candidate female is very difficult. So what has that organization done? Why are you a part of it? And what really is the mission there?
1: Yeah. So I think my involvement really comes from my belief that the systemic exclusion in the tech industry is fundamentally an industry level problem, right? And so Atlassian can't get it right if we don't help others do so as well. And I want to do my part. She starts is a program run by a company called Blue Chili. What they really do is they take female founders with fantastic ideas who maybe don't have the technical background or haven't run a startup before and give them everything they need to really build solid businesses and scale them to have global impact. And one of the reasons I was so inspired by the program is because they encourage a diverse set of female founders. You know, thinking about it in the first uh, cohort, We had, you know, academic researchers looking at better ways to, you know, to support research in the shark populations to, you know, a blockchain startup, to a startup that helped folks deal with end of life concerns. So the types of problems that, you know, people build when they've experienced those, those personal, those personal issues. But I get so excited. They just kicked off their second cohort this week, an amazing group of women really building the future and, I, you know, I really believe that when, you know, folks are doing something hard, like building a company, they can use all the support they can. And so I help them um, practice pitches, give them feedback about potential customers for those that are focused on enterprise and really anything else that those companies need um, to get set up for success.
0: If somebody wants to find more information about She Starts, is the URL shestarts.com?
1: Yes, that's correct. And you can also check out, um, in addition to the Accelerator, um, they also believe that they're inspiring the next generation of women founders. Um, so you'll see that they have an award-winning documentary series about about the founder's journey.
0: That's awesome. DMIT, I definitely recommend checking that out as I will be doing so as well. And is that related, Aubrey, to Sycamore, which obviously is a community you know trying to fix in a similar fashion the VC funding gap? Could you tell us a little bit more about that?
1: Yeah, so a little bit of a different way of looking at at, at the same problem. So Sycamore really came out of um, a couple of former co-workers and I who've been working in tech, recognizing that without actually funding a more balanced set of founders, we're not really going to create companies that are truly inclusive for everyone. And what we know is that the VC industry as it stands simply isn't funding a balanced set of founders. So we know that 90, 94% of, of venture capitalists are men, that women get, you know, two to 4% of VC funding, um, in any given year. And when you start to look at, you know, populations like women of color, that, that number drops even more significantly. And so Sycamore's focus is around really investor education. So making sure that folks who have the interest and the ability to see the value that these underrepresented and underestimated founders are bringing. They're the ones who are capable of writing checks in a smart way and really accelerating the ecosystem to embrace a broader view of what a successful founder looks like.
0: Absolutely. And finally, I'm going to go into the other two, the Be Visible and and Junco. Could you tell us a little bit more about those?
1: Yeah. So two companies that I advise, very different. So Be Visible is, is an online community for Latinx professionals. Um, this is really important because what we know, for example, is that Latinx professionals are much less likely to be on sort of, um, larger sites like LinkedIn, but also that that community has specific needs, right? They have a different way of relating. That means that the way that you recruit and support folks from those backgrounds may be different. I'm again, you know, a Latina woman myself. And so it's very exciting for me to be able to support a business that's really being built, um, with that community in mind. Um, but something that employers can also reach out to to connect with those people who might be great members of their team. And Junco is artificial intelligence, diversity, and inclusion coach. So it looks at things like JIRA and sales.
0: Phil- oh, Aubrey, I think you cut out. Are you still there? Yes, missed, I'm still uh, here. Can you okay, hear me? Uh, yeah, just the the Junco apart again.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So Junco is an AI-backed diversity and inclusion coach. And what it does is it actually monitors the systems that we're using every day, Jira, Salesforce, things like that, and helps identify behaviors that might be influenced by bias and helps provide real-time feedback to interrupt that. So thinking of it as a, a technological um, accompaniment to unconscious bias training um, and things like that, but I'm a big believer in, in these interruptive technologies. So that's that's a company that we're helping and um, helping grow in this space.
0: Gotcha. Really great initiatives. I mean, all the four, and it seems like you're really busy, which is great, and, and all the four initiatives that are connected definitely seem to be pushing the diversity and inclusion agenda. And I definitely applaud applaud you for that. I'm excited to check out the uh, the documentary myself, DMIT. One of the things I want to talk about, it's funny, Forbes came out with the first time list that as I mentioned, one of the questions, 2018 of, of top two hundred and fifty companies that are diverse. And one of the things when you talk about social science, as you mentioned, there's different avenues to take a look at the data and how that list generated. What are your some thoughts in terms of these, you know, lists that are obviously going to be keep coming out of top companies in diversity? And and what what is your thought about the list in general? And should candidates really take a look at that list or are there other factors that come into play and, and you know not just applying to the top 10 because the the report says they are. What's your take on that?
1: Yeah, I think that, you know, uh, at Atlassian, we really believe in, in openness and transparency. So I think that those lists can be an incredible place to start when you're sort of looking for opportunities, but you should always dig deeper, right? Always do your own research as well, because you should know, you know, what are the important things to you? For example, for some folks, it might be incredibly important that there's great healthcare coverage and, you know, uh, parental leave policies. Um, whereas that may not be as valuable to another candidate, and both of those things are all right. So I think that that that's sort of the next piece is go in and know what you want, and know what type of diversity uh, those lists are really seeking to. Because, for example, you know a veteran may have have a different need than you know someone comes who comes from an underrepresented racial background, um, or they may have both those backgrounds that are important for them to be considered in the company that they're working for know, I think it's great to use them as the jumping off point, but also understanding that sort of comparing large companies with aggregate statistics isn't always the only way to measure that. I know that you referenced that team level approach to diversity. And I think that as the industry, as we get more sophisticated in the way that we're reporting on diversity and talking about it, starting to look for those companies who are taking, you know, deeper dives into their data and being transparent there is also um, a thing to look out for.
0: And what I want to do is highlight the four items you mentioned to DMIT SheStarts.com, Be Visible, Junco, and Sycamore, all great resources. Are there other resources that you have seen or recommend that you you know say that there are additional resources you would tell listeners they should check those out as well?
1: Absolutely. I think if you're considering building a more diverse, inclusive, balanced team at your company, Check out the resources provided by Project Include. It's an incredible open, free resource full of tons of empirically validated and tested tips and practices and processes that you can implement to help build a more fair and equitable organization.
0: And that's projectinclude.com or .co? What's the URL if you would
1: have uh, dot org. Projectinclude.org.
0: Projectinclude.org DMIT, another great resource to check out. And the final piece of Advice or question I want to ask. When you are looking at a company and you are the head of diversity and inclusion, like I said, whether it's small or large, you know, startup or corporate, what's the one thing that you look out for in terms of the structure, you know, when it comes to companies that maybe have had problems in the past and fixing that agenda going forward?
1: Yeah, I think what it comes down to is. It's really important that you know we accept that this is this is a tough thing to do and it's an unsolved problem. And so I'm always looking um, not for the fact that maybe something didn't go perfectly perfectly that you know someone messed up, but rather how did the team, how did the person how did the company respond to that? Did they take that failure as a learning moment and say how do we do better and what are the signs that that better is happening rather than just focusing on the mistakes? Right. Because we all have blind spots, whether we're a person or a company. And so it's really about how once those are revealed that we begin to fix them. You know, for us, we weren't as balanced of a team as we could have been when we really started looking at the data. But what you'll see is that we've improved, you know, the hiring of women in technical roles by 80 percent over the last two years. And we've, you know, in the last couple of years, really doubled the percentage of underrepresented minorities on our team, improved the representation of our teammates over 40. Um, And so I like to think that seeing the progress and sort of rewarding progress over perfection, that's how we'll all get better together.
0: Absolutely. It definitely is a team effort. a team agenda. And I think Atlassian has made some really great uh, strides and I think continues to be one of the leaders. So, And I, as I said, use that product every day, so no problems there. But I definitely want to thank you, Aubrey, for coming on the show, giving tremendous value to our listeners, and we'll definitely chat again soon.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on and for everything you're doing to promote diversity in the industry.
0: Awesome.